Welcome to Faith with Purpose. I'm your host, Jamel Deal, and if it's your first time tuning in, I want to say I'm glad you chose to be a part of the FWP gang, and I hope and pray that you return. To my attorney FWP gang family, I'm back with episode 21, Faith Without Good Works is Useless. When you get a chance, go back and check out the previous episodes. Don't forget to follow me on all major social media platforms. Hope everybody's doing well and staying safe. Now let's get to it. We have some good discussions in the book of Philippians, and in this series, we are talking about the book of James. So James was focused on godly behavior, much like Proverbs, this book is a call to action. I created Faith with Purpose to allow us to take each message and apply them to our own life to live a life more like Christ every day. After reading James chapter 2, verse 14 through 20, I was like, yo, it's time again. Let's go ahead and discuss this with the FWP family, man, and let's get it grooving, right? Let's get it moving. So uh, it starts off by saying, what good is it, my brothers and sisters, if someone claims to have faith but has no deeds, can such faith save them? Suppose a brother or a sister is without clothes and daily food. If one of you says to them, go in peace, keep warm and well fed, but does nothing about their physical needs, what good is it? In the same way, faith by itself, if it is not accompanied by action, is dead. But someone will say, you have faith, I have deeds. Show me your faith without deeds, and I will show you my faith by my deeds. You believe that there is one God? Good. Even the demons believe that and shudder. You foolish person, do you want evidence that faith without deeds is useless? So, first of all, faith without works is considered useless, and you will read that throughout the Bible. And James specifically talks about how having faith without good works is useless. He mentioned it in verses 15 through 16, as I read, that if a person doesn't have clothes or daily food, and if another person was to say all of the right things and wish them well, but does nothing for their physical needs, then what good was it to say anything? James was like, you believe there is one God, right? Good. Even the demons believe that and shudder. Would that be considered dead faith? So I was asking, would that be considered dead faith right there? And so later on, we'll get into that. But I mean, I can tell, you know, a person to make sure you're eating and make sure you stay warm. Right. Me telling the person that. But if I don't do anything to make sure that they physically have something to keep them warm or some food to put in their stomach, then it was for nothing. And that's what I kind of got from that. And like I say, you can read that. You can tell me, you know, whatever you think about that. But that's this is what I got from when I was reading it. And then it said, James said that uh, demons believed and they shuddered. So, you know, they, they shook, right? They, they, they shake, right? They were shaking up, you know, and that there is only one God. Now, when James said that, he was saying, you know, just as much as Christians believe that there is one God, the demons must believe the same, right? Because why else would they be afraid? Like, why would they not want you to praise God? Why would they try to discourage you from knowing the truth about God? You know, the difference between dead faith and genuine saving faith is based on your actions. You have dead faith if you're doing good deeds for others, but the action doesn't match it. On the other hand, with genuine saving faith, your good deeds for others will match your actions. And it states that, you know, faith by itself, if it is not accompanied by action, is dead. And that's in verse 18. It said, but someone will say, you have faith. I have deeds. Show me your faith without deeds. And I'll show you my faith by my deeds. 
you can wrestle with that saying if you want to. But I know that with faith in good deeds, there's a chance to have genuine saving faith. And having one without the other is useless and referred to as dead faith. So I brought that back around when I was reading it and, and I brought it back around to that dead faith that I was mentioning earlier. And so when you only do good works and lack faith, then it's like you're doing it to make yourself feel good. You ever realize, you know, that a person or even may you have caught in yourself, you know, doing something and you thought like, uh, you know, that made you feel good because you, you did it right. And you was able to take care of somebody else. But at the end of the day, like there are some people who do good deeds for personal gains. And, you know, sometimes I feel like we take advantage of that. Or sometimes uh, as humans, we get, you know, we lose sight of what we're really doing when we're doing it for others. You know what I mean? The fact that, you know, we don't really want anything in return. We just want to do it, you know? And so it takes away the meaning of the good deed you've done when there is no faith included, you know? And so doing good deeds can be dangerous, especially with how people are today. Because people, you know, you can give an inch and people will take a mile. You know what I mean? And you can keep giving and keep giving and keep giving. But people will try to walk all over you just because they know that you're a God-fearing person and that you have faith. And people will actually try to manipulate and steal everything, you know, that you have done for them and turn it into something as uh, as if you're supposed things for them. Right. And so that's not helping them grow. And I just know that I want everybody today to, you know, think about the way the Bible is. And I'm sure people back then had some of the same problems we are dealing with now, just based on what the Bible is telling us. You know what I mean? I mean, seriously, you can do all the great things you want for others. But if you don't have faith, then what good is it? Some people also look for things in return when they do good deeds. Why is that? And I just want to kind of put things in your mind as I'm going through this episode. It's like, why? Why is that? You know what I mean? At that point, you have just erased all the goodness from what you have done. And the crazy thing is, is that uh, we all have head knowledge. And I was, you know, brought up to speed on that recently about head knowledge. And, you know, head knowledge means that knowing the right things to do. And we all know maybe that one person or a few people who always just have the right things to say, right things to do. And, you know, they have head knowledge of what can make someone feel better or how to make a situation better. You know what I mean? But, you know, it has been said that head knowledge of the things of Christ is not enough. And following Christ is primarily a matter of the heart. If your heart is not fixed in its purpose, your principles, as good as they may be, won't mean a thing. So. Right there, it's been saying it's about the matter of the heart. You do things because, uh, you know, it comes from the kindness of your heart. You know what I mean? You have head knowledge. Yeah. You know, God wants me to do this. God told me to take care of this for you. God told me to do that. But also, was that something that was on your heart? Was there faith behind it? Is that dead faith? Is that genuine saving faith? Like, which one is it? Like, you have to actually sit down and, and, and think which type of faith are you having behind it? Now, I know I said you have to have faith, you know, with deeds, right? And it has also has to match your actions. I know I said that. But at the same time, it's just like there's a difference between dead faith and genuine saving faith. Okay, that dead faith is not, you know, it's not something that God approves of. It's something that, you know, he will allow in order for, you know, everything else to work out. And uh, so I just kind of want to put that on your mind a little bit about that head knowledge. Right. And then also making sure that it's primarily coming from your heart. 
So we can have head knowledge, but make sure that you you have something coming from your heart and make sure that it, it is on your heart to listen to your heart is what I'm trying to say. Listen to your heart and making any decisions when you want to do for others and, you know, you want to help others out. OK, so in my life, you know, I always like to bring it back and give you a little piece of my life. It's kind of like in my life, I have seen God save me time and time again, you know, uh, and I'm not deserving of it. You know what I mean? And, and I've seen God save people who are close to me. And and like I said, I've seen some situations, man. And I mean, I know some people going through stuff right now. You know what I mean? And, but I think about my life prior to coaching, you know, prior to what I do now. And uh, and I must say, you know, that God has put me in many positions to where I can serve. And I mean, I love serving others and I love making sure that everyone is happy no matter what. And that's something that comes from my heart. You know what I mean? And it's not head knowledge. To me, you know, it's not head knowledge. And I know that for sure it's not head knowledge. That comes from my heart, man. You know what I mean? This podcast comes from my heart. I'm giving you my all with this podcast. Yeah, I may not drop it every every Tuesday, like I said before. But like I said, people have full-time jobs. And I'm trying my best to still, you know, build these relationships and still give push out that positivity and still, you know, motivate others and inspire people to, you know, build a relationship with Christ, man. You know, and, and, and that's the part I really, really love about it. Um, but, you know, I think that God has saved me, you know, and it's just me thinking, you know, when I was writing this down, I think that God has saved me because my faith and my good deeds have been followed with actions that he approves of. And God saving and sanctifying work that I see in my life is with everything that I'm a part of, you know, from my family, my marriage and my career, you know, what I mean, my friends you know, just every, you know, everything that I'm a part of, you know, and that, that allows me to do, you know, sanctifying works. And so he has purified my heart so that I can, you know, have more than just head knowledge of the things of Christ. And, and I see it, you know, I see it being pushed forward. I see it coming out, you know, and I just think that I have a big heart and people remind me of that daily. But I'd rather not hear about how big my heart is because I want to let others know how great my God is. And I am grateful for the opportunities to motivate others. And I am faithful that God will allow me to do it in his name. So some people may not understand why I do what I do. But I would tell you in a heartbeat that is because God has made a way. And it is undeniable how much God has saved us and has allowed us the opportunity to learn what we can do in the form of sanctifying works. And so there was a little... um quote or thing that i saw from martin luther and uh you know i kind of got this uh idea from uh the fca uh huddle you know because i'm a part of the fellowship of christian athletes and i was thinking of you know how can i tie you know this book of james to some of that stuff and make sure that you know it's something that we can build a discussion on and, and have questions about and, you know, I just love doing this, man. I love making sure that we get these discussions and, you know, getting that dialogue that we need to have because you can't you can't move forward, you know, with, you know, Christ. You can't move forward with your relationship with Christ until you, you know, you get to the bottom of the issue, which is us, which is us trying to build that relationship and us trying to not, you know, look like we you know, like we know everything. And it's pretty much us trying to make sure that we're willing to learn from each other. And don't be embarrassed about the things that you don't know, because I don't know a lot of things. But like I said, if you open the Bible and read it, 
it'll be right there for you and you can you know take from it what you need to take from it and you know put it into words that like i said in the beginning of all my intros and apply it to your life you know what i mean that's what we want to do here favorite purpose but listen listen up this is what martin luther's wrote it said if works and love do not blossom forth it is not genuine faith the gospel has not yet gained a foothold and christ is not yet rightly known and so basically this is a time where you will stop and reflect on this and then there were two questions that came with this certain uh, huddle, a certain message from the Fellowship of Christian Athletes. It said, has the gospel gained a foothold in your life? And then it also said, how can you blossom forth in love and good works this week? So I want you guys to actually stop and reflect on that and think about those two questions. And I just want you guys to get back to me, man, and, and holler at me. And let me know what you guys think. And, you know, also, man, let's just continue to build this thing. Let's just keep, you know, rolling. Let's just keep, you know, showing this pandemic up, man. Let them know, like, we're not going to let you get our spirits down. We're going to continue to have faith. We're going to continue to have good deeds. We're going to continue to show with our actions. And we're going to continue to make sure that we have genuine saving faith. Okay? So, let's keep on loving one another, man, and staying positive. Uh, Whatever situation you're going through right now, man, it, it won't last forever. Okay, and you and you will be able to smile and be happy. Just turn on faith to purpose, you know what I'm saying? And kind of listen to, you know, me speaking and me talking. Hopefully that it can resonate. You know what I'm saying? Hopefully it can stick to, you know, to whatever it is that you're going through and hope that it can turn your situation around, man. And that's all I want to do, man, is help continue to turn these lives around, man. And so uh, I hope this message helps someone today. And I hope that you can share this message with a friend or a family member. Uh, don't hesitate to reach out to me on any of the social media platforms, okay? I mean, we can do prayer sessions, man. We can do uh, topics. We can just have just discussions and just kind of things that you've been thinking about or you heard me say. And you're like, man, I've been thinking the same thing. I've been feeling the same way about this. You know what I'm saying? Let's let's collaborate. Let's get together, put our heads together, man, and let's pray for one another and let's just do it. You know, Bible studies or whatever. Just uh let's let's get it going. You know what I mean? I want everybody to get excited and get, you know, uh like they used to say back in the day, let's get crunk about this, you know what I'm saying? Let's get crunk about this. But uh thank you guys again. Thank you for all your support. Thank you for tuning in to FWP Gang. I still can't believe that we were 21 episodes in, and man, I just can't, oh, man, I, I love you guys so much, man, and as y'all already know, I love you, God loves you, and that's Fikes! Peace. Yeah.